And they come up. Ralph, how Hello. are you? Hello. 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 What's up, Dave? Welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I'm Ralph. That's right, Ralph. We are invading your ear holes for another episode of our podcast. And what does the tennis ball swinging in your face mean? It means garage party. <laughs> bah, bah, bah! <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where you're going with that garage or garage uh, party buddy. tennis ball swinging in my face. Um, Kurt will not be joining us tonight. He's got stuff going on, but he's hoping in I'm the next leaving. couple weeks. I'm leaving. Next couple weeks, he'll be here. Yeah. So you're stuck with just me tonight, buddy. You're stuck with just me tonight. I think we've done okay. That's all I've ever needed. <laughs> <laughs> this is stronger than the usual ones I go for. Yeah. So we we got cigars in hand. We've got adult beverages. Got beverages, yes. Uh, we've got backup cigars if you blow through that one too quickly. I brought a couple. A little, little selection. Yes, we're teaching from... Uh, I'm teaching from home this week. Oh, nice. They're, uh, they were being preemptive in case there's anything in the city that would make buses unsafe for the kids. So, we're home. Makes sense. Does it? So, we're home. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I got to sleep until... Well, instead of my usual 5 a.m., I slept till 7 this morning. That's a party. It was glorious. I can imagine. Did you stay up later last night? No, I'm a, I'm a typical bedtime You're kind a of creature guy. of habit. Unless there's something going on that is particularly fun, I'm like bed by 10. Like maybe I'll push it to 10.30, but no, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a night owl, as they say. God, I am. I know you are. Once everybody goes down, that's daddy's time. That's my time. <laughs> usually, usually clean the house a little bit, do a little organizing, watch a little Netflix, smoke a cigar. Did I tell you about the, within the last, I can't remember what week it was, but we finished the podcast and I didn't want to have to do dishes the next day. I wanted to get a jump on my chores. Yeah. So I just did the dishes and then went to bed after podcasting. Yeah. Silly goose. Simplify your life. Isn't that what your other podcast all about? It is, and I have talked about doing something from your to-do list the next day before you go to bed to get a jump on your to-do list for the next day. Sure. I think I have problems. No, I don't think so. Uh, you uh, you walked into the garage today and you noticed a purchase that I made. Yeah. I bought a basketball hoop. Polycarbonate portable. It is. 54 incher. It is legit. And the 54 inches uh, refers to the backboard. It actually is a 10-foot hoop. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's legit. Is Showed it, up the is other it day. adjustable? I don't see yeah. it. It, it is. goes seven, seven something to 10 feet. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll be dunking on that. And I got the, uh, the base filler, you know, it basically becomes heavier than sand. Yeah. So that thing ain't going anywhere. Nice. Uh, and then, you know, what's in that box. A basketball. New basketball. Sure. New street ball, buddy. Nice. Yeah. 
So I, uh, I, I did. Did you ever play basketball? Yeah. Yeah. All through high school. Yeah. Oh, you did you play for your high school team? I sure did. Look at you. Yeah, and then I played some pickup games. Um, my claim to fame, I don't know if you remember Khaled El Amin, that name rings a bell. North High School? Played for North. Yeah. Then went on to... UConn? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, I said NBA? No, not really. Yeah. I said a pick and I put him on his ass. That's really? my claim to fame. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Uh-huh. Um, I have no such fame. I played park board through ninth grade mm-hmm. and I played church ball. Until senior year. Wow. So there was the there was a, the Lutheran Churches League, uh-huh. right? And uh, it was the kind of thing where there weren't enough kids from your church that wanted to play. So I just recruited all my buddies and we just formed our own team to play for my church. You are Lutheran. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, I mean, Lutheran enough. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and we play against other churches and we, you know, did, did okay. We did okay. But uh, more importantly, once I was in... Let's see, I was out of college. I had started teaching, but I coached my high school. I went back and coached a bunch of high school guys that did exactly the same thing that I did, where one of them went to the church and they recruited all their buddies. Good to go back home. Won a championship. Get out. My first year coaching, we won a championship, and it was one of the most glorious moments of my entire life. You know where the trophy is? If you say my church, you're wrong. It's in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) I told them if they made a trophy case... Worthy of that championship basketball trophy, I would give them the trophy. Well, they never did. Never did. And I've had it ever since. So I, uh, speaking of church leagues, I was a reigning free throw champ. I was good at free throws too. At my my old church um, for like five years running. Yeah? Yeah, I got too old. I aged out. They retired my basketball. So one, so you know what we need to do? I'm going to get this baby set up. Free throw competition like on it. the air. I like it. Let's do it. I'll play a game of horse. Because I, uh, I basically, my job was to, okay, church ball was, church ball was a little bit, I, I got older and I was a little better, but like, basically I'd catch the ball and shoot the ball. Sure. And I was a good shot. If nobody was anywhere near me and I was wide open, I'd nail that thing. But as far as dribbling and passing, you know, the yeah. other things that make, you know, that are important in basketball. intangibles? Not so much. Oh. So, um, you know, I, our friend Barry Crimson, I'm sure, is thinking, Ralph, I had no idea. Yep. What a baller, pun intended. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. But I'm very excited. I, like I said to Dave when he walked in here, it's... um. It's gonna be uh, it's it's a way to get out in the sun, get a little tan on the sure. shoulders. Yeah, it's a way to get some physical activity with something that's fun and get your neighbors involved too. Yeah, but there's nothing more fun than dunking on a neighbor. Just ask my neighbor Ian; he got dunked on by me, and he's like, "I quit. I'm done. I can't play anymore." You can dunk on Ted Foto. No, it's, <laughs> I think it's eight not. at home. Wow, impressive. Yeah, you got you got ups. I do. Well, now I'm intimidated. Don't be. Oh, when are we playing? Oh, I'm injured that day. (laughs) (laughs) I might have COVID. No, it would be fun, though. And I am happy that one of my boys wants to stick with basketball. Nice. So I got one that's in track right now, uh, one that wants to do wrestling, and then one that wants to do basketball. Do you find, obviously, they're individual people and they can do whatever they want, despite the fact that they're triplets. But do you find... That they want to do activities different than their brothers for a little bit of differentiation. Yeah, like do you get that vibe? Like totally. they want to be their own person, you know? Yeah, 
and they they want to they want their own friends and they want to have their own play dates now and so they set up these play dates with their friends and it's the funniest thing to watch them and listen to them talk on the phone with their friends they have no phone skills at all of course not and it's hard man dudes don't have phone skills in general oh uh, well i do because that's all i do but... well sure so nolan says let's let's set the time up but i don't know why but i want to have it at your house <laughs> To his friend Case, and it's like, I know why. You don't want to share Case with your brothers. You want to have them all to yourself. It's pretty simple logic there. Yeah. yeah, they do it all the time. Don't blame them either. Even though we've got the house for hosting. I mean, we've got the basketball hoop. We've got the trampoline. We've got everything. Pool in the summer. Yeah. So. You got the space, for sure. We do. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should talk about some football. Yeah, what we've gone what eight minutes without talking about football? Nine minutes. Jesus. And uh, gosh, we're losing we're losing listeners by the second. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you. I'm very concerned about it. <laughs> I'm not. Um, Actually, if anything, we'll probably gain some because I I pimped our podcast in my dad's group on Facebook because we actually one guy brought up if anyone's in the fantasy football. And, of course, I had to open my big mouth and say, yeah, 30-plus leagues, <coughs> blah, blah, Numerous blah. Numerous championships, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. And then it got to talking, and we're probably going to have a league with all the dads. So that'll be fun. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I opened up everybody's minds to different... Devi, what the hell's Devi? I've never heard of that. Vampire League, what's that? I was going to say, don't start him with Devi. That's hardcore. Guillotine, what's guillotine? I'm like, all right. Superflex. Superflex? But mean, there aren't enough quarterbacks to go around. One, one guy actually said, he actually said, <laughs> you mean you keep all your players? Because oh. he just does redrafts. Oh, honey. Yeah. And you just owe you, you honeyed him, didn't I you? I did not owe honey no, him. He I gave him a, a pat on the head. I'm like, he needed an, oh, okay, that's a little buddy. buddy. Yeah. I, buddy. I prefer the oh, honey. No. Little buddy's also good. Um, to a gentleman I don't know, I would not call him honey. But... Um, and I said, well, since we're all dads and we're all probably going to be in this Facebook group for a while, we should do a dynasty league. I mean, it's only right to do a dynasty. And then another guy who's big into it, too, uh, he even went one step further. He's going to head everything because I don't want to do it. He's going to have it broken down into three tiers. First tier is for casual players. Second tier is mid-level, and the third tier he calls the Shark Tank. So are you th- so kind of like the um... oh t- within the same league though? No, it'll be three different leagues. So it'll be like the uh, Vampire Divisions, mm. is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, and it's it's been a nonstop thread. I've had a few guys DMing me about stuff, and yeah, it'll be a fun uh, fun thing. Um. I officially the so the hundred dollar league that's the Scott Fishbowl style league, the three hundred eighty four team monster, you know. So, you know the guys the guys pushing it and he's trying to get people to pay and he's you know share this with your friends share this with your friends. That's a lot to go. I, I know, and this guy's got quite the system. It's ambitious. And, and as as I've been observing from a distance. From a distance. Uh, I don't know any of the words. Um. <laughs> As I've been observing from a distance, I'm buying into this guy as a commish, okay. and so I was like, you know what? Let's get let's get paid. Let's let's do this. So I pay my 2021, my 2022, and then he charges 
uh, a $10 per year like membership fee to because it's just so much work for him to run it oh, and yeah. some of those things and I don't blame him. He's also trying to get a like a website set up with about this league and kind of that whole deal yeah. and so you have to kind of be willing to be a part of that. So is he looking does he have co-commissions? Is he looking for like deputy commissioners to help him out? Because that's um, a lot to take on. By no, yourself. I I don't think he's doing that. I do know that there is there are no co-owners in this league, which is pretty nice. Okay. So I won't have to deal with all that trash. But anyway, so I the other night as I was kind of enthused about leagues and I took over an orphan from Tadog that I t- I'll talk about a little bit later because I've been busy on that trade market. Um, I was like, I'm going to get paid. So I got the payments in, got the payments in. I messaged the guy, I'm in. And so he tells me that he, uh, that I'm the third. So there's 32 leagues, 32 12 team leagues yeah. is, is the size. I was number 32 to sign to to fully pay. Okay. And so he said that uh, I didn't know, but the leagues we're t- currently <laughs> in are not going to be the final ones. Mm-hmm. He's going to reshuffle things based on people to pay and get get them set up kind of that sure. way. But apparently he said, now that I've got 32 that have fully paid, those 32 people can pick their draft spot. hey So he goes, where do you want to draft? So it's obviously super flex. There's some, I don't, I don't know if there's tight end premium, but you know, it's, it's fairly normal kind of stuff as far as the scoring goes. But here's the kicker. Oh, there's kickers? Because kickers are fantasy. No, relevant. unfortunately, there are no kickers. <laughs> but, oh, and, and here's the other thing. It's it's Dynasty. Basically, Scott Fishbowl's redraft. This is a version that's Dynasty. Oh, so he's yeah. trying to do some tweaking to make it sure. Dynasty-friendly. Not quite as deep a benches as I'd prefer, but I'll deal with it. But, third-round reversal. Mm. Scott Fish announced that there will be a third-round reversal, and he's trying to mimic the Scott Fishbowl rule, rules, and he okay. said that all along. Yeah. So even though he agreed with me when I said that I hate third-round reversal, uh, we're going to have it. Okay. So my my theory is that the turn is the best place to draft from, in my opinion. Because yeah. you get two higher-quality players, mm-hmm. and the way I draft is very conducive to the turn. Sure. You've seen me draft. Yeah. I want that top tight end and top young wide receiver and build the rest from there, or a quarterback if they fall. So... The reason I, I was torn was because the third round reversal means that at the turn, you're not waiting two full rounds to get back to you. You get that first pick in the third round. Yeah, that's nice. So it helps the person at the turn, but the person with the 1-1 one, one now gets the two twelve. but then they have to wait for the turn at the end of the third into the fourth. Yeah. So I actually called Kurt on my lunch break the other day because I had to run this by him. I said, okay, I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Because I love the turn anyway, but the turn all and the turn now is even better because I don't have to wait again. Yeah. But in this kind of a league with this kind of a high money payout, and I my other choice is one one and guaranteeing Mahomes. How do you pass that up? You can't. You, you don't, right? You don't. you don't. No. And so I had to talk through it, but I I and I had already said to the commissioner, you know, I think. If there's a third round reversal, I don't know how I take how I pass up on the turn. He goes, "Well, it's up to you." I said, "I gotta take the one one. I gotta of take the one one." Yeah, and I think every single person who gets first choice will. Yeah, but it sucks because I've seen startup drafts already 
where the person who gets Mahomes, and by the way, in Superflex, Mahomes is the 1-1 one, one right now. Yeah. I haven't seen anything waver from that since beginning of last season when it shouldn't have been in doubt either. So I've seen the type of players, if the league is heavy running back, which they tend to be, mm-hmm. I've seen who you can get at 2-12-3-1, yeah. and it's like ludicrous. Uh-huh. Um, so not I'm, actually the rapper. No, ludicrous. you can't not, get ludicrous. He's not yeah. available. It's but, not a celebrity. But you know either. what I mean. Yeah. So anyway, do you have opinions about the third round reversal? Have you ever done a third round reversal? I have never done a third round reversal in my entire life. So I have no opinion, but what you said makes sense. Thank you. I think it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, I picked the 1-1. One, one. So now I'm very excited. I'm very hopeful that he's going to fill it. I should say to anybody listening right now that if you're interested in this, reach out to us because he said he has, you know, he only has 32 paid, but he has like 100 spots still to fill in general. Yeah. So 200 bucks um, initially for the first and second year, 100 bucks every year after that, and then 10 bucks a year for the membership. So I'm going to start basically putting the link in every single league. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this and you're interested, let me know because I'll send you the info. And you don't get any kind of referral bonus at all. Uh, yeah, I get the one one. <laughs> and I already um, got it. At the end of last week's episode, talk too much. We we teased about being on Instagram or Twitter, right? Yeah, are we? I'm happy to report that Trips Right with Ralph and Dave is now on Twitter. We're Twittering? Yeah. So you can tweet at us now. So we are at Trips Right T or no Trips Right R D. That is our at trips at trips right rd. That's what trips they call right a handle. RD. That's, That's what they handle. call a handle. Yeah, we got. So good that's handles. so you can Twitter at us. Yeah, you can tweet. You at use us. the tweet. You use the tweet machine to Twitter at us. We have two followers. Wait, let me guess. Want a beer, bed? Yep. And Kurt. No. <laughs> Who's the other one? Doesn't say. Oh. It's a mystery. We have a secret admirer. Maybe. This is great radio. Oh, it's, it's, great. it's Barry, Barry Crimson. Barry Crimson. Yeah. You were my third choice, buddy. Not in life, <laughs> just on this particular game. Yeah, so now you can tweet at us, so that'll be exciting. And we'll uh we can put that on our So you know we have so we have to do a couple of things too. now on air production meeting. We gotta make sure that we that we push the Twitter handle beginning and end of the episode. Yes. Get those followers up because two just didn't get cut it. Nope. Uh, we also should make sure, you know, like a couple times in between episodes that we tweet out some interesting nuggets. I like it. Or tidbits. We like, we're, we're good at tidbits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you're in charge of this. I never want to look at it. So if I have something to tweet, I'll just, just send let it your way. Yeah. And, and I'll you can say... Just, and you can just put... You can just Twitter it that Ralph says this. Yeah. From Ralph. From the desk of Ralph. Dee, 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 dee. I like it. That'll work. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So tonight I have a couple of uh, philosophical questions that kind of go along with uh, this orphan that I took over. Um, I'll tell you about my... <laughs> And the mic picks all of it up. Um, I will talk about the trades that I made in this league. Um, and then as far as uh, NFL 
stuff going on. Um, there were some retirements. I'm assuming you have that marked down. I do. And is there any other? There's other NFL news. I bet there is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that—that's all I really have ready to go. I didn't prep like I did last week. Yeah, and I've—I've I've got some trades as well. I have a, a trade um, exchange. I have uh, some messages. Me and a guy went back and forth. He didn't like my evaluation of a, a certain quarterback we've already talked about. So I can get into that as well. Okay. And also being tempted with orphans. The uh, the temptation is real. Well, it's that kind of a season, too. Yeah. There's there's orphans everywhere. And I, I have taken on some big money orphans. Yeah, the one you took over. I was, oh, yeah. We were debating. Yeah. I mean, we could probably we could just go into that now. There were two teams available. There were three. There were three, but somebody had already come in and taken yeah. the, the other one, which yeah. was, I think, better. I don't. Oh, that must have been one of the guys I was negotiating with. Well, there, there was one that was just a terrible team that we would have oh, got a discount terrible. on. It was so bad that it was like it was shocking. They were offering a discount for the next two years, I think. And you'd to have to. Team. I mean, it was completely neglect- it was, neglected. It was Atta Robin. In fact, I can find it because it's so bad. Right, well, while worth, you look at that, let me go over some NFL stuff real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's go over some NFL stuff. Um, to this. So the, the first thing, Alex Smith has retired. Yeah. Former comeback player of the year. Yeah, good for him for coming back. Which I called. Same. Um, do you remember when he was drafted? Do I remember when he was drafted? Yeah. 2001. No, 2005. Oh. He was the number one pick in 2005 for the San Fran 49ers. Okay. Um, oh, 2001 is when Brady was drafted, yeah, I think. So right. that would have been... So he spent... He's not, he ain't that old, although no, he's old. He spent 16 seasons in the league. Um, finished with over 35,000 yards, 199 total touchdowns, and 109 interceptions. And one D-bag of a doppelganger. It's true. It's very true. I mean, he looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers. I know he does. Like a weird amount. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this guy has had kind of a crummy career, if you think about it. He's had injuries. Well, he was one of those guys that had, like, six different offensive coordinators in that the first too. six years. Um, lost I mean, his job to some a-hole with a yeah. fro. Lost his job to Kaepernick. Oh, that's the name. And then when he went to the Chiefs... They decided to trade up to get Mahomes. So, I mean, he yeah. just, he never had. Never had the opportunity. No, really. never had the best of luck. And then he's getting injured. Um, but yeah, he uh, he had a pretty good run. Not Hall of Fame worthy by any no. means. No. Nah. Um, nah. I, by all rights, you know what he was? Hmm. He's just a guy. Jake. So. <laughs> So adios. So I mean, he could have played another year or two. He told the cud. Uh, he actually was thinking of going down to Jacksonville. To going be on down mentor. to Jacksonville, good. Yeah. I had myself a time. Um, and then here's a, a nugget for you. So Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers, has a three-year extension through 2024. Mm-hmm. Okay, they like him that much, so he will be there past Ben Roethlisberger's era. Listen to this stat. I'm listening. The Pittsburgh Steelers... You closed the gate, right? Yeah. Okay, you're sure? Yes. Okay. 
the Pittsburgh deal with that again. the Pittsburgh Steelers have had three coaches since 1969. Wow, really? Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, and Mike Tomlin. Think about that. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, it's kind of like when a school changes curriculum every single year. Yeah. You don't give the you don't give any time for the teachers to get used to it, for the kids to get used to it, and so the scores never look great. And then you're already switching to a new curriculum. Yeah. It's the same thing with NFL coaches. You can't. You got to give them a t- a chance to let their system work, their scouting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Kona, we get it. Okay. Um. So. So he is already 21st in NFL history in career wins. Okay. And he's one of just two coaches to begin their career with 14 consecutive non-losing seasons. Hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah? Yeah. And honestly, I remember him back when he was with the Vikings as a D coordinator. What a love to have him be the coach. Yeah, for sure. No-nonsense guy. He means business. Doesn't take anything from anybody. So... So he'll be there through at least 2024. Wait, we are talking about Mike Tomlin, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that... What do you think I was talking about? No, I just want to make sure before I said something dumb. Mm-hmm. I will say that that team has to figure out... Like, they're very boring and predictable on offense, and they got to figure that out. Because it's way too much of just just Ben throwing short all day long, and it's, yeah. it's just... Ugh. Getting a running back they can count on will help, but they're very predictable. Mm-hmm. My That's humble true. opinion. I-M-H-O. And then there's been a rule change in the NFL <laughs> that is very interesting. Very interesting. This was proposed by the Kansas City Chiefs that loosens jersey number rules. Oh, I saw a little you heard bit about of that, this? yeah. So now you can get ready for more players with single-digit jerseys. Typically, it's for punters, kickers, quarterbacks. Now any position can have it. I, I've never understood why the numbers have to be so. Is it just to make it easier for the refs for like eligible players in various spots or something? Could be. Yeah, it's you know the running backs, receivers, linebackers, tight ends, D backs. They all have to wear numbers within a certain numerical range, just to keep it uniform. Um, <laughs> uniform. <laughs> I see what I did there. Pun intended. Um, and it, so it's going to look a lot like college now because there's a lot of players who wore single digits in college because you could do that. Mm-hmm. College was a lot more looser. So, freedom. freedom. So Miles Garrett, when he was with the Aggies, Texas A&M, mm-hmm. he wore number 15. Could you imagine seeing him number 15? Nope. Rocking it. Derrick Henry was number two in Kay. Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was number eight. Are these players that are going to switch? I don't know, but oh. it's just what they used to be. You know, just kidding. Dobbins was number two. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Stephon Gilmore was number five. Okay. And uh, McCaffrey at Stanford was number five as well. I believe C.D. Lamb was number two. Yeah. I like guys with number two. So <laughs> there's a poop joke in there somewhere. <laughs> Zing. Zing. <coughs> yeah. So, and then a lot of players were tweeting about the old numbers they used to have, maybe making a change. But there is, let me see the little nugget that they have. There was a, an addendum to it. Okay. Uh, where if they want to change it, 
So if a player wants to change his number this season, he would have to buy out the existing inventory of jersey distributors. What? If he wants to give notice now to change his number next season, there's no requirement to buy out inventory. So oh, he'd have to buy out all of his current jerseys <laughs> at his current number. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So you have it. Um, <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Cause that'll, that'll be fun for like Jersey sales and stuff too. Oh yeah. And the NFL, do you think that's part of what the NFL is thinking that they can sell more jerseys? Cause you'll have guys that'll have more interesting Jersey numbers. And yeah. Maybe we'll it's just getting rid of outdated rules, maybe to make it a little more contemporary, a little more current. You would think guys would be excited to come out of college and be able to keep their same number. Yeah, totally. But I don't know what the ramifications of that are. And I don't really care. It's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I so. just thought it was it was interesting. That's it is I, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing yeah. it. Hey, that's what I'm here for. No problem. Um, more retirements. Uh, Jordan Reed retired. That's right. So uh, he can go rest his fragile brain. <laughs> he actually, signing his retirement papers, he got a concussion. So yeah. that's not good. Yeah, he, he dropped his pen on the desk. He and the, and the vi- No, the vibration of that moment <laughs> just reverberated through his entire body. And then concussion. picking up the pen, he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, so. Yeah. Which is, man, that's a guy where just if injuries hadn't taken hold, oh. he could have been so good. That he he was part of what forced my brother out of fantasy football actually, yeah. Because my brother kept buying in, he kept buying in. Because there's always that hope, you know. This year this is going to be the stay year. Stay healthy. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be a number, you know, top five tight end. We'll always be able to count on him every single year. But no. You know what though? He helped me to a three peat and frozen because I had him last year, and Kittle went down, yeah. and he was fully startable. Yep. He and Richard Rogers, I can pretty much attribute my championship yeah. to one of the one of the pieces. So that's so. Uh, I, I let you, you know, take uh, Jordan Reed's retirement because I completely forgot. Yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> I feel like there was another. Well, we had Edelman last week, so yeah. um, I think those are the main ones because I was in a league where. A guy had all three of those retirements, yeah. and somebody and somebody was like, "I don't know," or he was like, "I don't know how I'm going to overcome these retirements. My team's going to really suffer now," which is kind of a funny joke because none of those guys are contributors. Yeah, I just had a league where I dropped Breeze, Edelman, and Reed. Yeah, so I did that. That was great. And there was a real run on uh, Heineke on the waiver wires. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too. As well as, um, who's the other guy? Allen, Brandon Allen. Uh-huh. I don't think they're going to roll with those guys going into the season. <laughs> I think this, something else is going to happen. Wait, they don't have somebody else, do they? Oh, no. There was rumors about Cam. He never ended up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, that's fun. All right. What else? What other NFL news you got? That's really all that I got. That's it? Yeah. Well, that's boring. And... Probably the biggest thing of all in eight days is the NFL draft. Bum, 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 bum. Dun, 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 I I'm very I'm very excited. I did talk to Kurt this week and I said, Kurt, you coming over for the draft. Dave's gonna be coming over. He goes, I'm gonna be out of town. I joked 
that. He's going to be last time. He's really out of town. Yeah. He's visiting one of their sisters out of town, and he didn't realize it was draft weekend. Priorities, sir. So he's going to miss the entire draft. The oh, entire boy. draft. Oh boy. So I don't. I don't know how you live with yourself personally after after making that decision, but. Yeah, so I will be here with bells on. Oh, I am so excited. And it's funny too because night one, it's purely the initial excitement of the draft happening. Yeah. Because there's so many defensive players taken that it isn't like a few, you know, the few of the offensive firepower and the quarterbacks. Yeah. But like really it's night two that a lot, like the running backs don't go till night two, mm-hmm. if if that. And so it's, um, but it's just that excitement of... And then, I just remember last year, I'm like, when CEH went as that last pick in the yep. first round. Oh, yeah. And the, the most fun is the trades. You know, you've got the teams that have their eye on somebody, and they go, their player lasts until the end of the first round, and they trade up to get that guy because they really want him. And, you know, the, the teams at the end of the round, they lost out on who they wanted, so they'll move back. I love that stuff. That's so good. When you're watching the NFL draft, um, you probably don't have your little notebook handy like I do, but my guess is you do, um, my guess is you do make note of certain things. What do you take note of as a dynasty fantasy football player? Uh, what do you take note of during the draft that either makes you go, oh yeah, or ooh? Well, and now that I'm in Debbie Leagues... And I've got the players already on my roster. That's fun. That's fun yeah. to know exactly where they land. Well, we haven't experienced that yet. No, we haven't. Because this is the first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the first NFL draft. Yeah. Where we have where we own Debbie players. Yep. So like I'm sitting here with Kyle Pitts, and it's like, where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Where's yeah. he gonna go? Um. But I mean, I what so I what look for is, um, where wide receivers or the running backs go versus, you know, if they're going into a situation where I already have players on that team. So do I want that shiny new toy and double up with somebody I already have? Or do I want to go with somebody else who was drafted a little bit later? That's one thing that I look at, where where they're drafted, who they go to, and, you know, sometimes how far they fall too. Because sometimes if you get the Randy Moss, who's passed over by everybody, and he just wants to light the whole thing on fire, get somebody with a, you know, a chip on their shoulder. That's good too. Well, that's one thing to watch for is um, guys who fall from off the field issues, uh-huh. because there's no issues with their talent if right. they can hold the, you know, Randy Moss was that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, who are some other Who are some other examples? Well, Tyree Kill fell because also, of his off the field stuff. This year too will be unique. Again. Versus any other year because you've had a lot of players that set out last year too, so it's we're gonna see wild card. Yeah, yeah. we haven't seen them play. the The teams just saw them on their pro days, True. and that's it. So we get to True. see where they go, which will be a lot of fun. Um, I I like uh, when when a team speaking of trading up for a player. If a team trades up for a player, I, mean, I put a little star next to them mm-hmm. because they really want them, it's true. and they're not trading up for somebody that they don't have a very specific plan for. Exactly. Wanting. Yep. Um, if there is a team that you know, if there's somebody somebody who falls and a team just has to have like you know you know how I feel about Dobbins. Yeah. You know he was the. Fifth of those running backs to go, which I was kind of shocked by. I thought at least he would beat out Acres, mm-hmm. 
and he fell into the perfect spot. And, you know, the Ravens said, like, we couldn't believe he was still there because he was one of our top guys and we weren't planning on taking a running back, yeah. you know, that early. But since he was there, we had to take him. I like that. <clears throat> um, I like if a guy goes to a team where they are a little bit buried because it really helps it, – it pushes them back. Mm-hmm. People get scared off by – you know, uh, A.J. Brown is a good example. He went to a team where it didn't look like he was going to, you know, it was a running team, and they had the Corey Davis factor. It's a nice ash. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for noticing. Um, and, uh, you know, what happens? Cream rises to the top, yeah. right? C.D. Lamb. I was excited. I thought that would push him <laughs> back. It certainly did in a few places because of Amari Cooper and Gallup. Gallup. Um but, you know, he definitely he showed his talent this year, and yeah. it didn't matter. So I, I like that. And also now being in Dynasty and now being in Devi, we're like the general managers of our own team, right? And it's always awesome to see all these teams in their war rooms and, you know, kind of see how they operate. And, you know, they get excited. They make that phone call to the player. Hey, it's Coach. Last year, we're going to be on our team. Last year was particularly fun because they were like at their houses. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. And Adam Gase just had a look on his face like he hated his kids. Yeah, he gave him that look. <laughs> and there, there was uh, a video that's been circulating. I don't know if you've seen this. It was the Minnesota Vikings war room. Okay. And they were coming up on their first pick. And they were trying to figure out if they wanted a cornerback or, or who they wanted. And the Eagles were picking before them. And they picked Rager. Right, and they were all giddy because they picked Rager. They thought they were gonna. They thought the Vikings thought the Eagles were gonna pick Jefferson. So it was like they all just started getting giddy. Like they took Rager. Let's get him. Let's get him on the clock right now. We're taking Jefferson. It's awesome. Oh, it was so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I also the the other thing I I like is a. When a player goes to what appears to be a great situation, a player who I'm not a fan of goes to a great situation because mm-hmm. that bumps them up. So like Keyshawn Vaughn, he looked like he was, you know, he got went to a good spot where it looked like he was going to get a chance to be their running back, blah, blah, blah. He gets bumped up. Poor Kurt, you know, he still talks about how he took Keyshawn Vaughn over T. Higgins, who I got one pick later, um, and just kicking himself, you know. Sorry, yeah. Kurt. But, um, you know, those kind of things are like, you know, running backs this year. Like, there will be somebody – oh, what would be another – well, who, okay, so whatever quarterback the um, the uh, 49ers take. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's if it's somebody I really like, like Fields, okay, okay, great. Like, if I have a chance to get him, I'll, be, I'll feel great about that. If they take a quarterback like, you know, Mac Jones, I mean, however you feel, there's plenty of people who aren't big on Mac Jones yeah. – if he goes to the 49ers, he is going to shoot up draft boards, you would think. Mm-hmm. And that just bumps the guys I like more yeah. further back. So, But then I, I there are well. a lot of Mac Jones truthers out there, too, who think he's he's going to be pretty good. So it's Well, yeah, he might be up there anyway. I'm just giving the example yeah, of, like, that's a desirable spot for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So whoever goes there, he will be pushed up boards Yeah, is my is my point. So, And I also saw that the Eagles have said that Hurts is not – their starter, so to speak, they want a they want a competition. What pick are they at right now? Because they traded a bunch. They're not high, right? They dropped back a is little it, bit. Is it eleven now? Eleven or it's ten or eleven there. or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think they'd have much picks, much opportunity for quarterbacks at that point. I would yeah. think all the top quarterbacks are going to go in the top ten, but 
Time oh, can, will tell. Are, yeah. If only we had a computer to give us the answer to any question we have. <laughs> oh. There goes my ash. This is a really good cigar. Ash. I am down. smoking a Perdomo Habano. It is delicious. Mine is a Rocky Patel decade 10th anniversary. Yeah. Squared off. I really like that. I had uh, got a 10 pack of those on Cigar Bid. So I've had those for a while. So they're nice and seasoned for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Does that mean you've licked this? Did you lick this? No. Is that what you mean by seasoned? Seasoned means it's been in my humidor for a while. So it's it's staying in there. Has this been in the bathroom with you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just went for it. No. The, um, the cellophane was unmolested. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, yeah. Excited about the draft. Yep. Um, hey, you know what? We have a Twitter now. We do. At TripsRightRD. At TripsRightRD is our tweeting handle. Yeah. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. <laughs> Want to be your bad and berry. <laughs> um, what do you love about draft night? Yeah. We want to know. We want to know. Tell us your plans. What foods do you like on draft night? How many times are you going to watch draft day before the draft? Touche. I watched it a couple weeks ago. I plan to watch it again. I'll be watching it uh, very soonly. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, if you're coming over next Thursday for the draft, yeah. do you want to try to get here early? We record before the draft so you don't have to come two nights in a row, or do you want the two nights in a row? Yeah, we could do it early. What so time does the draft start? I feel like usually seven is when like but there will be pre-stuff before yeah so we could like have it on we could comment about what we're seeing as we go and do an hour and then watch the draft i like it yeah your internet's being wonky now so i can't pull up the the draft on my phone or on my eye well that's embarrassing on my internet that's okay um if i can figure out my internet that would be a tall order. Maybe we can get the TV in the garage going. We could sit out here and smoke and watch it. Ooh. Now that's... Because I do have a garage TV. You've got time to figure that out, too. Um, i got to get something to get the signal out here, though. So we'll see. We'll have to see how that goes. Just boost it. Uh, boost get it, a, sure. Get a booster. All right. So if you don't have enough internet, maybe we should take a break. I'll get you on a hot spot, and then we, could, and then we can come back and talk about... Uh, talk about this, this new orphan I took over. Well, I've got it pulled up on my phone oh, okay. now. So the Eagles are 12... Okay. Giants 11, and the Giants actually are looking at moving down, they say. Okay. So uh, my Vikings may move up a couple spots to 11. I'd love to see them get an offensive tackle. One of those big boys to protect your favorite quarterback, Curtis Cousins. Just saying. Wait, isn't his name Kirk? Kirk Cousins? You called him Curtis. I'd see if he'd catch that. You don't even know his name. I'd see if he'd catch that. Some fan. Kirkus. Jeez. Kirkus. That's interesting. Kirkus. Welcome to the Kirkus Circus. Um, I'm looking at these teams in this new league. Should we should we go on to this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out which is the really, really bad team. I think I found it, it except was, it was Team Ten. It was Team Ten I for sure. It was Team Ten. Oh, you know that. Yeah. So the ten ten that's in the list at ten? Or the draft position 10. I just remember it was team 10. It wouldn't be draft position 10 because it has some good players. So it must be number 10. So it would be the gambler's team. It was a bad team. Well, if you read out the players, I might be able to remember. 
Yeah, but this team has one three. I thought the team that was so bad didn't have any firsts. Am I remembering that wrong? No, that team did have, yeah. It did have a first? Yeah, I believe that's the team. Okay, so this team is Darnold, Akers, Fournette, Metcalf, Evans, Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, Brandon Cook, Sterling Shepard. And then on the bench, really nothing to talk about at all. They do have Brian Edwards on the taxi squad and then 1-3. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. But I just feel like I remember it having nobody that was desirable at all. And that has DK Metcalf who I would con- and Akers, who I would consider. Actually, no, it must be this one. Because when I was looking him over, I thought, oh, Akers. I could get something for Akers. Yeah. But then I looked at the rest. I'm like, boy, there is not there are not the pieces to sell here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so it is this team. So that's <clears> the <throat> one that has the uh, discount. And the gambler took it over. And he needs to be a gambler to get this going, let's be honest. Hey, that's foreshadowing, too. That's a song I wanted to play. Yeah, it is. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, so why don't I do this? Um, I'm going to just – I'll set the stage for this league and what, what what things we're looking at, and then we'll come back. We'll take a break and come back. Let's do it. So this is a $100 orphan. Ta-dog uh, is the one who uh, was trying to find somebody for this. So you and I were talking about it. I heard you were talking about it, and then I swooped in. Yeah. Because he was talking about it in the Trips Right uh, fan chat that yep. we have. That's... The listener chat. Right. It's just all of our listeners, all uh-huh. nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and we were talking about doing a dispersal with these two teams because one was so bad. Yeah. And it would have been a fun dispersal, you versus me. It would have been. Then you bailed. You said something very eloquent. I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, I said thanks for thinking of me and I got a ball out. Some, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, yes, you, you bowed out and I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm in. And so I took the better of the two teams. I didn't want the discount. The the team I took was actually good. Yeah. And yes, I'm burning it down and starting from scratch because it's more fun that way, but it's a team that probably could have competed this year. Um, we'll get to it in a bit, Yeah. but this is a one quarterback league. There is talk of it going to Superflex. That's what he said. But I don't know. I mean, it would be years from now. You can't just do that willy-nilly. And this is a team that he took, or this is a league he took over as commissioner. The commissioner took his ball and went home. And there were no bylaws. Real ass-car situation. Yeah, there were no bylaws, so he had to fix all that, too. So it's it's his league now. He's the guy. Good job. Yeah, and, you know, I... Yeah, he's, I mean, I trust him to, to take charge of this. But it is one quarterback. There's no tight end premium. Yep. And that's going to lead into our philosophical question. But uh, I will go through the team after uh, a little bit of a break. So um, we'll be back. In two and two. That's the one. <laughs> On a warm summer's eve. On a train bound for the way. Met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring at the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook. I'm not sure I've ever heard the original version of this. I've only heard it. I've only heard it like done in pop culture ways. You know, like on the office. Knowing what the cards were. His voice is. It's like, it's like lowering myself into a warm bath. I can see you out of He still sounds like this. 
He's alive? I think so. He's really skinny so he is. He lost a lot of weight. Kenny Rogers can't sell chicken in this city. There's a chicken joint on every corner. Well, he is the gambler. <laughs> the Kenny Rogers Roasters episode of Seinfeld is one of the best. Just kidding. Uh, rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> he died last March. Of COVID? I don't know. March I mean, he was old. So 2020. May you rest in peace. Every hand's a loser. The best thing you can hope for is to die in the city. Well, that was pretty great. Yeah. And so that, I was thinking about that song because you gotta, sometimes you gotta gamble when you're making these trades. Sometimes you gotta gamble when you're setting up your teams. Well, you gotta know when to trade them. You gotta know when to cut them. You gotta know when to keep them. What? Are you, does that mean you have keep trade cut? No, I'm just saying. Okay. I gave you my gaze gaze. <laughs> and I liked it. Um, yeah, what, uh, what I what I find joining orphans or taking over orphans, joining new leagues, is that I'm coming in ready to deal. And I'm ready to make big deals. I wanna trade the biggest name players on my team. I wanna get them out get them out of there and I wanna get big you know, big young pieces back. I want picks, I want firsts, I want young players, and I wanna get players like Dalvin Cook off my team. Yeah. But I'm not going to sell low. But, but I'm I'm certainly, in my opinion, offering fair value. But what I find is, and, and Tadag even warned me with this particular league, he goes, yeah, you got some people that are gun-shy, afraid to make a mistake. You know, they've been burned. They, they might not respond right away because they really need to think about it. Yeah. There's one guy in this league, he said, yeah, so-and-so, he's in a hundred leagues. Jesus. He's in... A hundred leagues, and I said it's such a round number. He's actually well, okay. It might not be exactly a hundred, but like this guy is in a ton of leagues. Did you know that on Sleeper you can look up a username, anybody's username, and it'll tell you what leagues they're in? Really? He sent me a screenshot. He looks. He goes, "Look here, this is your leagues." And sure enough, it was a list of my leagues that I'm in, in the order that I have them. And so he said, "Look up so and so," and I looked it up, and it's like a list of like a hundred leagues. I can't remember what the function was, where he found it, whatever. Hey, maybe Tadog could tweet at us on the Twitter machine. Yeah, I'm trying to find at it. Trips right, RD. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. So yeah, so you got to be willing to make some big moves. You know, that was one of the things as I've been over the last few years, as I've been teaching Kurt everything I know. Uh, one of the things I said was, you know, you've got to decide what your values are, decide what you're willing to give up. And you got to bite the bullet. You can't second guess your decisions on trades. You got to just go for it. You either have the conversation, you put out what you're willing to give. Like for me, I don't, I don't usually have a second plan of like what I could add. I usually give what I'm willing to pay, 
And if they don't like it, I may come back, but usually I'm just I just kind of go for it. He said it's helped with being in so many leagues that he's more willing to kind of pull the trigger and just go for it. Sure. Because I think you're less you're less scared to make a mistake when you're in a lot of leagues because you can make up for it. You also own pretty much every player in every place. I guess normal people do, not me. I have certain players that I don't own anywhere. A lot of players actually. Yeah. But um, but I think, uh, but I think it's definitely. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it tends to happen. <laughs> oh, but I think it definitely softens the blow and when you're back. in a lot of leagues. It's easier, and we're back. Um, it's definitely easier to it's easier to make yeah, big trades. Um, but I, I had to work on one of these guys this week. So so this was the team that I oh actually we'll we'll go to the bad team first. Yeah, the really bad, bad one. And you said it was team ten? I believe so. <clears throat> so this is the team that was discounted because nobody wanted it. Oh, I already went through it. I read it. It was bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so the team I took over, uh, the highlights were Matt Ryan, Dalvin Cook, Rojo. T. Higgins, Robert Woods, Devontae Parker, Robbie Anderson, Calvin Ridley, Curtis Samuel, Mark Andrews. And then it actually already had two firsts, 1-7 and 1-11. Okay. Uh, so I looked at that and said, okay, I can I can work with this. Um, so the first two trades I made were with Tadog. Okay. He knew that I wanted to come in and make moves. And he was real ready to oblige. And he, he also, is, I will say to Dog, you are a really great partner in trading. He's he's really great to trade with. Well, what I've noticed is he's becoming more willing to acquire older assets and not be so young. I mean, because there were there was a little bit of conversation there for a while where I couldn't believe how young he wanted to go. It was like he was not willing to have a player on his team that was under or that was over twenty four years old. It yeah. was like that was it, you know. Um, so more power to him. Uh, but for this one, I I worked on him a little bit. You know, I, I told him I was interested in... He, he came at me and was interested in Curtis Samuel. And I wanted Denzel Mims. Sure. But I, but I kind of felt like I, I wanted more than that. And, you know, Samuel has decent value right now. Um, so the deal we ended up making was I gave Curtis Samuel and 4-1... For Mims and Tyler Johnson. Okay. I liked that as a nice little start. Yeah, you like Mims. I do like Mims and Tyler Johnson. I mean, they get rid of Evans and let's go. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, Antonio Brown, if he sticks around. So then he expressed interest in Robert Woods, who I'm happy to get rid of. He's on the wrong side of... 22. <laughs> I don't know. He's What is he, 29? <laughs> He's like 28, 29. He's up there. Um, and you know, great player, but not really for what I like to do with a team when I'm taking over an orphan. So I told him, Hey, 112 gets you Robert Woods. And he said something along the lines of, ah, fine, let's just do it. I'll give you 112 for Woods, but then I'm not doing any more or something like that. Like, okay. Uh, I think our original talks were Rojo and I think I was trying to get too much from him for Rojo. Okay. And the more I've thought about it, I'm like, man, Rojo's value with Fournette looking so good. And now they bring in Geo, which not that that's that threatening, but it just muddies it a little more. It's like Rojo pretty much yeah. has horrible value right now. Yeah, they do have a, a deep uh, running back room now. And actually, um, could you imagine James White with the Bucks? Well, of course. Brady loves him. Yeah, that would have been awesome. 
We'll see would, what happens. You never I would know. I'd love to see that. No, he's he's not. Oh, fine. He's sticking around. Uh, so then I was shopping Calvin Ridley, and there were some talks for some various things. You know, I think guys who guys who have high firsts, they think they should get a guy like Calvin Ridley straight up. Yeah. So like if I I'm trying to remember, I, I think the guy with one three maybe wanted Calvin Ridley for one three and a piece like some other piece that I had no interest in, and that's just not good enough. That's the kind of thing where you're hoping that the guy at one three becomes Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So those picks straight up aren't gonna work. So the deal I went for was getting a guy I'm in love with plus a first. Um, and the guy who I didn't trade Ridley to was a little butthurt about it, but, you know, it happened. So I ended up for Calvin Ridley, I got 1-9 and Dallas Goddard. Okay. Which, you know, isn't the best value, probably could have done better, but I'm, you know, I feel about Goddard. And yeah. I figure if I can end up moving Andrews, I'm perfectly, who's more valuable, I, I'm perfectly happy to roll, right. with, roll with Goddard. So uh, then um, uh, there was a guy interested in Robbie Anderson, and I tried to tie him <coughs> into something, and he goes just, well, I'll give you my 2022 second for Robbie Anderson. Done. Send it. So that wow. was that was an automatic. Yeah. A 2022 second for Robbie Anderson is like the easiest decision of my entire life. Heck yes. I'm having a hard time keeping this going. Yeah, you are. Do you want me? To, are you saving these? No, I've got one. Already. You've got plenty. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then thank, the. Thank you for asking. By the way, you're you're that. welcome. Rather than just tearing it open <laughs> like a chimp. Um. Then the the creme de la creme. All right. And I gotta find the I gotta find the conversation because this was this was a big one. So you know I've been trying to move Dalvin Cook, and so I put out I put out one two uh, one two. Two six and my and a twenty twenty one. Sorry, I wanted one two two six and a twenty twenty two first for Dalvin Cook. Okay, and I was going to throw in Devonte Parker because he is not a part of my rebuild, so I may as well throw sure, him sure, in. Sure, sure, right? sure, sure, sure. And he countered me. He gave me some counters, and I just said thanks for the counters. But one two in late seconds isn't enough for the number two running back last year. But I appreciate the effort. Always got to throw that in there. I appreciate the offer. Appreciate the effort, Love right? Can't I leave like that where your head's at, my good man. So he says, I have so much rebuilding to do myself that by the time I'm ready to compete, uh, I'm worried about Cook's health. I just can't give up my first this year and next. Oh, my original offer. God, this is, this is actually kind of crazy. My original offer to him... For Cook was one two and two two, Ooh. and he turned that down. Oh wow, that's actually funny. So he, so he could have gotten away without giving the twenty twenty two first. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot I'm about that. I'm surprised he didn't take that. So then, so that was four days ago. He didn't take that, and I'm like, okay, well then I'll hold because yeah. I'm not. I mean, one two and two two for Cook is a bargain uh-huh. to get Delvin Cook. I think. Yeah. Especially when it's not super flex, because those quarterbacks aren't up there being the huge value that they are. Um, so then I send him the one two two six in twenty twenty two first. Yeah, and that's this morning. He says, "What are the chances you switch T Higgins for Parker, or take out the or take a second next year instead of the first next year?" Help a brother out. I'm in a rebuild too. 
What's your reaction to that? No, you don't. You don't go for the. You don't play the pity card. Help a brother out. Yeah. Does the, the help card. a brother out mean no. anything to you? No. That no. makes me want to just. Drive it makes up me want to gut him. Right. Gouge him. <laughs> yeah. So by because by helping him out, you're shortchanging yourself. Exactly. That's no, you don't do that. And it's Dalvin Cook. Somebody's gonna pay me for Dalvin Cook. Yes. And the first night, I said, by the end of tonight, somebody's gonna have a new stud running back named Dalvin Cook, and and nobody took me up on it. Yeah. A few days later, I made all these other trades, and I put in the chat, I can't believe Dalvin Cook is still on my roster. That's funny. So. I said, I can't do it. I said, I know the value that Cook should get, and it doesn't make sense to sell low. Did you say, do you want to revisit your 1-2 two, and 2-2? Two, two? <laughs> no, I forgot that even happened. I'm in too many leagues and I have too many offers. Yeah. So then I threw in, I totally respect you trying to do a little better. But Higgins or the second move it too far the other way for me, my guess is the people are going to still say you got a bargain for Cook. Uh-huh. A first this year, a first next year, and a mid-second is a bargain for Dalvin Cook. And you're getting a very usable player with him. I mean, the first this year, first next year, and a mid-second is more than the 1-2 and the 2-2. I know. It's crazy. I know. <clears throat> it's like you forgot that ever happened. You both because, forgot it happened. Well, yeah, but he should have remembered. He should have gone, all right, your original offer, I'll take it. Yeah. And at that point, I may have gone... Oh, that was what I sent? Ooh, you should have taken that when I yeah. offered it the first time, brah. I was probably having a couple of drinky drinks. You know what? You were trying to help a brother out. I was trying to help a brother out. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> I showed this to Kurt. In the middle of texting Kurt this conversation about how he's turning this down and I don't get it and Kurt's responding, I get this <laughs> message. As I'm complaining that he's not going to accept it and like, all right, nobody wants Delvin Cook, whatever. He yep. goes... I understand, and I want it to be a fair deal for both sides. I'm going to accept it because my team was so bad that Parker will be an upgrade to what I have, and I need a piece to build around and cook. I appreciate the dialogue. And I said, no worries. So I now have 1, 2, 1, 7, 1, 9, 1, 11 and 112 nice as well as three seconds that works so that's quite the rebuild if you ask yeah, it me is. nicely done and and you know how i roll i'll tell everybody i'll tell it until i'm blue in the face you get rid of all your running backs you stack up youth at all the more reliable positions excuse me <laughs> uh you're bad this coming year you get another high pick then you make that a running back mm-hmm. And now you're golden. There's a formula. Uh, and it just, it makes me sad when somebody talks about rebuilding yeah. in the midst of accepting a deal where they're trading away all of their picks. He does still have 2-2. Two, two. We'll throw him that bone. But he's trading away all of his picks. And he's acquiring a 25-year-old running back who's a stud, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But... How long is he going to be a stud for? Right. I mean, even just within his own team, that team is changing. They I got mean, Jefferson. And and he was right to say that once he's able to compete, Cook 
is not going to be where he is now. Right. It's like he. It's like I'm talking to a different guy. It's yeah. like he. It's like he had amnesia. You wore him down. Is what happened. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's he, called. It's called trade fatigue. He saw <laughs> I wasn't going to budge. No. I am not going to make a trade if I don't like the You're trade. Not I'm sorry. Mom. This is not my first rodeo. Right. I know what I'm doing. I'm in a league where this guy's got Hunt, and um, my running backs are Gordon and Mostert. Right, and I'm pretty much stacked everywhere else. Mm-hmm. He starts every conversation with, bro, you need a running back. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when people try to tell me, like, oh, what? I assumed you needed a running back. Yeah. Your running backs are weak. Running back this, running back that. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, oh, honey. I'm oh. going to, oh, honey, you again, pat, bro. Pat, pat, Yeah. He Little does. buddy. Dude, you need a running back. What do, can you give me for Hunt? Like, I don't want Hunt. If you are stacked everywhere else, everywhere else, how perfect is the starters of Melvin Gordon and Raheem Mostert? Exactly. In. In all day. I'll take that all day. Yep. That's great. And my guess is you got some bench guys that, you know, you got a Gus Edwards. He gets has a couple games for you, you know, whoever. I, was, I finished second that last year. You can get Jeff Wilson for dirt cheap. I have probably, Jeff Wilson, probably actually, still. I there you go. Moster gets too. hurt. Now look what happened last yeah. year when, when everybody else went down. Yeah. Jeff Wilson looked great. He won me a league. Bro, you need a running back. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So anyway, I just the 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 lack of understanding of how to how to build your rock, like how to rebuild. It's just it just becomes evident that people just don't you know they just haven't done it as yeah. long. So One I felt thing, a little bad, but it's a hundred dollar league, yeah. so I'm not gonna, you're not gonna I'm not just, gonna dilly dally. You're not gonna fly by the seat. No, of your pants. I'm not gonna you fly wanna, by the seat of my pants. Sure I'm gonna right. I'm gonna win this. You know, one thing I've run into is trade offers being revoked. Have you had much experience Withdraw- with this? Withdrawn, you mean? Yeah, well, an, an MFL that revoked. I just call oh. it revoked. So, do you see what the offer was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because on sleeper, if it's withdrawn, you don't see what the offer was. Yeah, I, MFL. It, but I'll have a note. I'll have a notification. Somebody proposed to trade to you. I click on it. No offer. Yeah. And withdrawn. I'll message the guy. You, what happened? Oh yeah, I, I uh, changed my mind. Yeah. I accidentally clicked something. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm in this league. All the MFLs I took over last year as orphans, and just it just started like a couple weeks ago. Like I would get an offer. One was 17 minutes later. It was revoked. And I emailed him because on MFL it's tough to, you know, talk to him. I hate MFL so yeah. much. And I'm like, what's the deal? He's like, well, I have something going with somebody else. And then I've had offers after four hours revoked. And I don't get a chance to look at it because I'm working during the day. And it's like, I might have taken that offer and you just revoked it. And actually one, I offered the same one again and they declined it right away. Mine are instant. I get the notification on my phone. I see it. I immediately click to see what it is, and then it's it's already gone. Yeah. Like you must have immediate cold feet. Usually, it's a bad offer anyway. Yeah. Once I ask them, but uh, goodness gracious, people, I don't. I don't Great balls of fire. Yeah, or maybe it's, it's or maybe it's they want to just get it out there, let them know that that's the offer they're going to give you, and they want you to make the first move then in offering it up again. I have no idea, but it's... That's what we call dumb. Yeah. So then I had a, a conversation in one league with a guy. Um, so I've got Mahomes as my quarterback in this league, right? Superflex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let me see all... Okay. 
So he's like, um, what uh, What would it take to get Mahomes from you? And I said, oh, I'm going to be honest. It's going to take a lot. He's like, all right, well, let me throw an offer out. Offer was, I give up Mahomes and Nuke. He gives me Herbert and DK Metcalf. Come on. What? Yeah. Why? So then I countered. Just that sh- wouldn't be enough even if you... You're giving up you're giving up nuke with Mahomes. Yeah. Take nuke out, it's not enough. I know. So I countered. I said, this is just to show you how how much I like Mahomes. Okay. So my offer was like Mahomes and Nuke for Herbert. Um oh my, I can't remember now. For Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes, Metcalf. No, God, I'm all mixed up now. This guy just had me all twisted. Basically, it was a lot. And he's like, and then I said, mine was closer. (laughs) He's like, you're delusional. Yours was insane. I guess if you value Mahomes so highly as this untouchable dynasty asset, then fine. But everyone is tradable and has value. Metcalf is 23 and up and coming. Hopkins is 28. If you wanted to get younger, it was close uh-huh. deal. If you don't, then fine. A reject would have sufficed. But even if you were to say, oh, and I wanted a, his uh, one one too. I offered. I asked of for course. his one one. He says Mahomes. But even if you were to say Metcalf and Hopkins is a wash, no, Mahomes is not worth Herbert T. Law. Oh, and I threw in Derrick Henry too. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> that is just crazy. I said, I calls him as I sees him. Mahomes is a bona fide all-world QB. Herbert and DK is not close to Nuke and Pat. He's like, that's fine, but yours was way worse. And I said, LOL, I beg to differ, my good man, but I'd make the same argument trying to get Mahomes for cheap. And then he didn't say anything after that. And this guy, yeah, he he won the league last year. I came in second, and he got 1-1 somehow. And, uh, yeah, so he's not... uh, He's not happy about that. Yeah, but that's that's the thing when you're trying to uh, when you're trying to acquire a guy like that is it just doesn't work. I'm trying to remember if because I had some of the worst offers I've ever seen. Yeah, you find that. I Did have, I share I those? Have... Oh no! Yeah, here I got them. No. Oh my god. Because I've got two trades that I was I was successful in. I got I got okay from this one guy in the. Is that in this league? It must be because they involve Cook. I got three of the worst offers I've ever gotten. I don't think I shared them with you. I try to I try to save them. I try to not share them with you before the pod because I, I like to see that. your reaction. I know I shared them with Kurt. And he's like these those be, those went top ten. Those might be top three. Those yeah. might be the top three. It's like kind of shocking. All right, so let's see where to start here. Um. Yes. All right. So how about this? How about it? I give Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. I receive Kendrick Bourne, <laughs> James Washington. Good lord. Two six, three six, and twenty twenty two seconds. Jesus Christ. What's the next one? <laughs> right? Isn't that bad? 
On what planet would that be accepted? Here's one. Hey, help a brother out. Here's one. Same guy. I send T. Higgins. I receive Kendrick Bourne and 2-6. Jesus. No. Uh, no. Um, let me think about it. No. Now, Tadog said that this one was at least reasonable. Uh-huh. That's what he said. He said, well, that one... In no tight end premium is at least on the right planet. That means it's <coughs> better than the first two. I give up Mark Andrews. I get Gronk. 2-6. Not even. Not even 2-6. I, I give up Andrews. I get Gronk. Yeah. James Washington. Okay. And 3-6. <laughs> now, I have to check because... I'm trying to remember. I may have messaged this guy and told him that these are the worst offers I've ever seen in my entire life. I, but I got to check. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't even. Okay, let's see. I got to check my conversation with this guy. All right. I can't see your counter until I pay my dues, LOL. What was it? So the offer I sent was... I'll give you Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Parker, Anderson, and Cook. Obviously, Cook being a desirable piece. Right. And I wanted Mahomes in 1-6. Now, I'm thinking, of course, that this is a one-quarterback league. Yeah. So he already had, if I'm remembering correctly, he had Herbert. I think he has Herbert. And he has 1-5. So I took the later of his first. He already has Herbert, who he'll start every week. In fact, I think I explained this. I, he said, I wouldn't give you Pat for all those guys, let alone the pick. Pat's off the table. He has all this potential. Yeah, of course. I know the potential he has. I'm looking to add Cook, but didn't know if there was a deal where I could offer a few pieces and a few picks without giving up 1-6. I said, fair enough. I figured it was worth asking in a one-quarterback league. Because I've acquired Patrick Mahomes in a one-quarterback league actually fairly easily. Yeah. Um, if I recall, I gave up Nuke and Russell Wilson for Mahomes, sure. and I felt okay about that. I mean, that's fair in one yeah. quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, because really, you Mahomes is the only guy with trade value in a one quarterback. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's just too easy to find him. So he says, for sure, I get you. Is there a deal? God, I forgot about this conversation. I'm so glad I find it. Is there a deal? Is there any deal you like where I keep Zeke, Henry, Lockett, and Pat and trade you a couple pieces slash picks for Dalvin Cook? <sighs> and I said, you want Cook, but Mahomes and 1-6 are off the table? Question mark? And he says, if there's a deal available. And I said, Mahomes and 1-6 are the only pieces I have any interest in. I guess two six and Tyreek, but I wouldn't pay what you'd want for them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And he says, "What are your prices for Higgins, for Andrews, for Anderson?" And that was after he sent that was when these offers started coming in that were so horrible. And so that was when I said, "I don't know how to say this." Dot dot dot. So I'm just gonna say it. Literally, that's what it says. Dot, dot, dot. So I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Those are the worst offers I've ever gotten, period. Ever, period. Credit for trying. 
but I don't even think countering makes any sense. Yeah, here's your gold star. Do better. And he says, ha ha ha, I'm just throwing crap out there. Send me price tags for those guys. I said, I can send you some offers, but what you want is to trade cuttable players and a mid-second for a stud, and that isn't going to happen with me. Mic drop. Ain't <laughs> happening. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, yeah. that's that's a joke, right? Yeah. I'm so glad I remembered that because I had to not have that written down. So anyway, so that's where that's where we're at with that. That's great. Um, I I have a couple philosophical things yeah. kind of stirring around this, but you got some trades you've I been do. doing, right? Yeah. So uh, one of my MFL leagues, um, literally no trade action last year, and then this year a guy takes over an orphan. And he's, he's ready to go. He's gung-ho. Um, and I'm looking to get younger. I want to get... There was picks. no trade action like in the league in general. Yeah, New guy year. comes in and yeah. ignites it. Yeah, okay. yeah. so it was nice. Um, and I've got Kittle. And I'm, it's a one-quarterback league, 0.5 PPR, you know, pretty standard. And I and just... He, well, you're not the orphan. There no, was a new guy yeah, came in. He's the orphan, orphan. yeah. Okay. Um, so just out of nowhere, I'm like, I, you know, I've got Kittle, I've got Jacobs, I've got Hunt, you know, I, I want to see what I can get for him. He offers me one four, one twelve, and Big Irv for Kittle. I mean, I like that. I took it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great haul yeah. for a tight end premium. No. Start one. Start one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could even get Pitts at 1-4. I mean, I'm higher on Pitts than anybody, I yeah. think. But if you want to get Pitts at 1-4, now you've got hopefully the stud of all studs for the next 10 years, yeah. plus Irv, who you love, and you get another first. Yeah. Shoot. And, I mean, I've already got... Uh, you won't do that, though, right? You'll you'll go a different position, probably. Well, we'll see what happens, how it plays out. Uh, but at quarterback, I've got Baker and Rodgers. I've got C.E.H., Hunt, and Jacobs at running back. Okay. Um, Chark, Cooks, Godwin, Cup as my wide receivers. Okay. And uh, Aikens, Hooper, Smith at tight end. And then add to that the 1-4, one, 1-12, one, and I've got 2-7 as well. Yeah, it's a good team. Yeah. Boy, it's too bad Jacobs. Oh, man. I'm still I'm still looking to see what I can get for Jacobs and Hunt, His though. value is just through the floor with what that team's doing yeah. and just torpedoing their offensive line. It's too bad. So we'll see what happens. Because he, he was the golden goose to trade for anything you wanted for mm-hmm. just like a window there for like I, a, last year, one I, off season. I tried. I reached out to everybody. It was unbelievable. Um, and then... Wait, last off season? Last off, yeah. And nobody would take him even, even before even, last season? Even during the year, too. I was just trying. It just and, wasn't happening. And were you willing to go slightly lower than what you think you should get him to just get something? Yeah. And still nothing, huh? Yeah. It was. They were tight. Toit like a toyger. Toit like a toyger. And do you think it? And is it because of just the lack of trading in general? Not so much about him as a particular right. player. Yeah. Because it was. Bad. It's um, not active. So then this league, uh, I ended up. Uh, getting the one one, I had the worst team. Okay, it was not good. Um, and this is uh, a sleeper team, twelve team super flex, point five PPR, point five tight end bonus. Okay, and this guy, I had one eight, and this guy had his eye on somebody at one eight. Okay, and he wanted to move up. He had two two. Okay, 
Okay. So he wanted to move up from 1-8 to 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, so, two 1-8. Yeah. So the original offer was... But if you have a particular guy you're wanting at 1-8... That's a that's a risky move. One eight is far back. I know like he you're said gonna, you're going to trade up to get the guy. He said he's got one guy that he really wants. I said, all right. Why don't you wait till the draft and make sure that guy's there? So here's uh like I make sure that if I'm trading up for a certain guy, that there is no doubt in my mind he'll be there, right. or I've got a backup plan I like exactly because that seems risky. Yeah. So we had gone back and forth. I can't wait to see who it is. Back and forth with different offers. Um, we finally ended up with. I give up one eight and a twenty twenty two third, which is nothing. I get two two, two twelve, twenty twenty two second, and Cephas. Huh. So more more second round shots for that mm-hmm. one eight. Yep. And you already have one one. Yep. So and I have, you'll go and you'll go Lawrence. I'm oh assuming. yeah. So I have yeah. one one two 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 eight two twelve three two four one five one. A lot of ammunition. To stock up on that team. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Um, so I was happy with that one. And then this is the league where uh, that guy Groot, and he just pisses on everything. Like, no no trade is even. He's an expert on everything. And uh, he made a comment. I hate people to think they're right about And everything. we were trying to figure out which team <laughs> he was talking about that yeah. got it up that is what he said. And then he says... One more time? Oh, up there. Okay. And then five (laughs) minutes later, he says, who cares? (laughs) It's like, come on, dude. And everyone was saying it, I mean, pretty even. I mean, you want to move up? You moved up? Yeah. So, yeah. And maybe I'll put a little... I mean, he did what he had to do to get to 1-8. Yeah. I'll put a little asterisk there if I remember, let you know who... uh, Yeah, I'm very curious. I am very curious to see who it is. Because I just feel like, especially especially this year, I feel like there's, past Lawrence, I feel like there is a lot of different ways drafts could go. Oh, yeah. It just seems, I mean, I guess if he's looking at it as he's trading up to have a much higher percentage chance of getting the guy he wants, yeah. fine. But I have a feeling, just I'm getting this vibe that this guy would be completely disappointed if that guy's not there. Oh, he would be devastated you'd yeah, be devastated yeah. and that's that's not a good way to play yeah um so actually i just kind of thought of this how many years so so this is a year where in startups startup superflex mahomes is the one one pretty much exclusively if you don't take Hands him down. you there's an, i don't know what you're doing yeah and in rookie superflex drafts Trevor Lawrence is the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody passing on him at 1-1. No. And I'm trying to think... Unless somebody really thinks Zach Wilson is a thing. If you... You're so dumb if you take anyone over just Lawrence. Saying. So dumb. It's going to happen in a couple leagues. It just... It kind of feels like it's just very... It's the closest thing to unanimous top picks in both startup and rookie that we've seen, I think. Since Joe Burrow. Since... Since Joe Burrow, but I, but I'm before this year though. I did Mahomes was not like Mahomes was not automatically the first guy. It seems like that finally finally caught on. Yeah, because there were places where he didn't go one one. CMC was still going 
at the at the top and in some places i'm thinking superplex what are you doing um so if you this is one of the questions that i have because lay it on me because i traded for that one two and it's in a one quarterback with no tight end premium Mm -hmm. and let's assume it's a rebuild and let's assume you're somebody who isn't at a place where running backs make a lot of sense for your team so what do you do at the top of your draft if it's super flex those are all quarterbacks at the top so what do you do if it's not like what are you do you think running backs this year like let's say Najee Harris let's say he goes to the Steelers which is I think the most talked about spot he would be the guy a team that wants to run one guy Mm -hmm. behind a good offensive line He's a monster, like Derrick Henry style, kind yeah. of a physical specimen. Totally. Do you do you take him at the top, even if your team isn't quite to that point? Because there's because sev- wide receiver is so deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I certainly will consider Pitts at one two. Yeah. Even, <laughs> I mean, even even without tight end premium. I mean, Kurt said. Kurt asked this to me. He goes, I know you're in love with Pitts. Actually, this is kind of funny. He said, how high are you taking Pitts in a non-superflex? Like, where where do you take him? Yeah. And I said, if I'm being honest, 1-1. One, one. And he goes, wow, in like big, bold letters. And he goes, are you still marrying my sister? Is I the mean, wedding still on? You know, and there's... <laughs> There's also factors that take into account too the makeup of your team, right? If you, yeah, you know, if you really need a tight end, uh, if if everything else is is looking okay, and you know, tight end is going to be the the thing to put you over, and Pitts is going to be that guy, anyways. Because I mean, what do my team? What do my teams never lack in tight end? Right. I always have young tight ends where I know I'm going to have one that's going to be a stud on a particular. I never want to be digging for. And there's always the option too if you have the the one two, um, I mean you can always look to to trade out of it and get more picks. You know there's that option. If too. somebody else went at one one mm-hmm. other than Najee Harris, my guess is somebody would trade up for him. Totally. Um, in the moment, I think if holding it where I am now, I think I'd probably go Pitts mm-hmm. because. I think I think my I think my perfect situation for the, for all those picks in that particular draft. I should check and see if Tadog has any picks before I say that because I know he listens. <laughs> <laughs> before I let's let's make sure that I got all his picks from him. Oh, he doesn't pick till three twelve. Okay, oh, you're good. So I think my perfect scenario would be Pitts at one two, lock down that tight end, never have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. And I have Goddard in case something happens with Pitts where yeah. he's not because I, I love Goddard. I think at 1-7, if Lawrence falls that far to 1-7 because it's one quarterback, I think I'd take Lawrence at 1-7. Yeah, because like my it. quarterbacks, it's one quarterback, but I have Matt Ryan and Cam Newton. Yeah. It's not like I like that. Right. I certainly don't. Um, so then you'd be set going forward. Set with those two positions moving forward. Totally. Then I have 1-9. 111 and 112 when yeah 19 111 and 112 and i think i'd probably hit wide receiver with all three of those yeah. and you never know what would happen if you take 
Lawrence at 1-7, that could start a quarterback run. It could. And then you can pick up the guys you want with those picks after. That's true. I mean, if I could get... Well, I mean, if I guess... I mean, I've seen enough drafts to know... And, and who knows with Superflex, you know, how much... If quarterbacks don't go at all, that changes it. Yeah. But in Superflex, you're looking at, like... More Bateman Waddle are all in that 110, 111, 112. Yeah. So if I get, you know, assuming Smith and uh, assuming Smith and Chase go, you know, if I get two of the three mm-hmm. of more Bateman and Waddle, that'd yeah. be pretty f- sweet, it right? Would be. Yeah, you you caught yourself. Good job. And then there will be some running back that'll fall back there. Maybe I still get a running back out of the deal. Who knows? So. It's uh, it's going to be a very interesting draft, but I just I'm a little thrown because normally when I trade up to a 102, it's to get a quarterback. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here like, oh man, this is kind of a weird scenario. Uh-huh. A little part of me thought, why even risk not getting Trevor Lawrence? Take Trevor Lawrence at one two, mm-hmm. lock down that quarterback position. That actually would probably be the smarter move. And Pitts may still be at 1-7. Because without one, start one, no tight end premium. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably what I'll do is i got to decide. I'm going to have plenty of Pitts. Like, I'm not worried about not having my shares of him. I'm going to yeah. have him all over the place. But I feel like my tight end position in that league with Goddard is much better off than my quarterback position is. Sure. Who are my other tight ends? Oh wait, that's is that the right? Oh, oh my gosh, I'm Uh-oh. dumb. Andrews and Goddard and Hooper. Ooh. And oh, and Harrison Bryant. Somebody dropped Harrison Bryant. Huh. So I picked him off waivers for eight bucks, and then somebody comments, "Whoa, eight bucks for eight bucks for Harrison Bryant." Why not? Yeah, what he flashed. Yeah. They don't like Najoku. And Hooper ain't anything. He's just a guy. Jake. Jake. Um, oh, and I have Albert O um, too. But actually, I'm very set at tight end. Okay, that may have actually just. I. You know what? You know what? My perfect plan would be is that one, two, take Trevor Lawrence. I Don't like no it. messing around. No looking back. And then if Pitts gets to 107, I'll still take him. Yeah. But I'm way stronger at tight end. Yeah, Boom, yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. Yes. All right. All right. So I feel good about that. Um, I have... As you should. And by the way, I should mention also, if you're competing if you're competing now, that one two's a running back, and there's no doubt about it. That's just not how I do things. Yeah. Um, have you... Uh, uh, I was approached about... Helping somebody out with co-owning some teams. Basically helping with team management for the sake of the time it takes to manage teams. So they're just, they want to pick your brain about everything? Uh, do, yeah. Now, do you get a share of the winnings if they win? Are you... The way this was brought up to me was... Um, I would help manage the teams for the sake of the time it takes to manage teams. Okay. They're already paid for for the year. So I would kind of take the take the reins of managing the teams and then I'd split winnings with the owner who paid in. I don't 
I I don't I'm not a fan of co-owning. I'm not either. Because I want full decision making responsibility. Right. It's the same reason I don't like I don't like co-teaching. I don't want to teach with a teammate. I want to have full decision making on how I teach, what I teach, when I teach. Yeah. I don't want to have to coordinate with somebody. So the idea of like doing a draft where I'm like oh, you and I own a team and we're sitting me, there. That's just giving me hives yeah, right now. Yeah, and we have it. to agree on who we're taking. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. But this sounds more like I'd be kind of taking charge of the management of the team as someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And if they win, I would get to split in the winnings. It seems like a win-win for me if I have if I have the time to help manage them. Yeah, I know and that I I can make the time. I think I uh, at my work um, we didn't do a league just with the, all the craziness of everybody working from home, and it was just a mess. But there were a couple people who were in their own leagues because they had so much fun doing the work league. And did I talk about this? So it was it was two girls and one you heard guy. This? Have you heard this? Talk about this? Have you heard this? Yeah. Did I mention this? I don't think so. Okay. So I was just trying to do a Seinfeld thing and it didn't work. I yeah. It's if it's not no soup for you or Dolores. I What's don't... the deal with co-owning teams? Uh, yeah. I don't Am know. I right, people? Am I right? That's more of a Kramer and in, in, uh, yeah. impersonating Jerry. Anyway. So I said I will help you, and I said it to each all three of them. I said I'll help you out, and if you place. I'll take 25% of your winnings. Like, with like questions on who to start, who to pick up. I got this trade offer. And I said 25% if you take, if you place. Hmm. So, two of them placed. Nice. Yeah. I think I would rather charge, charge a buck per piece of advice. And then you still keep all the winnings if you win. A buck per transaction. Yeah, a buck yeah. per transaction. Like every question you ask me about a starter sit, a trade, a waiver wire, a draft decision, you know, five bucks per, and then, you know, and then, it, you know, you wouldn't want to pay me more than the winnings are because that would be silly for you. It's but. like a consultant's fee. Yeah. Yeah. And if it starts getting too expensive, you're not going to hear from them. <laughs> That's true. I'm in for 20 bucks. I'm going to win 25 if I take third place i think we're good and let's be honest i mean kurt might be the only one who likes my advice most people yeah. tell me i'm crazy so but the second you give good advice and you win you're not crazy anymore yeah and and like i sometimes people ask me for advice and i don't even know what to do like i like there was um one of zach's friends was asking me advice may have may have been the day of the wedding his buddies brought up fantasy football and i'm like excuse me yeah i'm here uh-huh. <laughs> and that was a good way for me to kind of get you know they'd all known each other forever and i was kind of the new guy and so they're talking about it and he goes all right ralph what would you do in this situation so i'm so i'm up and i'm it's the it's the first round and and i'm take and who would you take it at one one eight i'm i'm thinking either derrick henry zeke or or um you know some other running back and i go Okay, so let's let's start here. <laughs> Don't take a running back, and here's why. And I go into my whole spiel, and I, it's like I've crushed their whole world because yeah. their entire belief system about fantasy football running back. revolves around getting stud running yeah. backs. And I, that's not, nope, that's not what I do. Yep. That's not what I do, unless their name is J.K. Dobbins. And let's be honest, once he ascends to what I think he's going to ascend to, 
I'm not going to be taking him because right. I'm not picking him first round. It's going to be too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah. I'm more of a ground floor kind of a guy. Ground floor, J.K. Dobbins. Ground floor, Landre. Can't keep this going at all. Meanwhile, this guy's just been a trooper. Yeah. I am sad to finish this cigar. Yeah, that thing is... It does have a crack right here, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this that is thing cracked good. Cigar. Well... Are we wrapping this up? Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, that was pretty good for not having much prepared. <laughs> All right, let me get some music going. But next week, we got draft, baby. Next week, we're going to talk draft. So we're thinking it'll be a day late for those of you who actually uh, wait for this to come out. Yep. Um, we do have a couple people who go, hey, where's the new Where's the new pod? Where's the new pod? Yeah. Oh, we had to move it a day. Relax. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Um, so uh, we will be... Uh, it sounds like, assuming it works with your fam's schedule, uh, we'll record before the draft on Thursday, and then we'll sit back and enjoy. Yeah. The only hitch is Nolan's got soccer practice Thursday night, so I'll have to get someone else to take him because Molly's got her hip surgery and she's laid up. Yeah. So Is that already done? Yeah, it was How'd Monday. How'd it go? It was good. Good. Yeah, so they pounded a couple anchors into her hip. She's like RoboCop now. Yeah, and it was funny because when she got in there, there was she was on one table, and then there was a second table. She's like, "What's the other table for?" They're like, "Do you want us to tell you?" Oh boy. She says no. So then after she watched a video on it. Oh gosh. She so, watched a video of her own surgery. No, 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 a video oh, on the same surgery of what they do. Yeah. Okay. So what they do is they put your foot in this brace and they pull your leg. So your hip gets popped out so they have easy access to it. Oh, my gosh. So she's got a huge bruise from her hip being popped out. Yeah, you don't want to know that going in. Yeah. It's kind of like when I got my LASIK. Did I ever tell you this? No. So, you know, they they tell you a little bit, but they do not give you the details of what you will experience. Hey, we got a question from Kurt we can ask right now and talk about it. I like it. What order... Oh, I already lost it. Hold on. (laughs) It's gone. He says, what order you got DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas? Let's assume PPR, uh, Dynasty, and I I guess what order would you take them in a startup, I guess, or in a vacuum? Who would you prefer to have? Boy. Um... I'd go a healthy Thomas Godwin more. Interesting. <laughs> I um I think I'd go Godwin last because yeah. I'm not convinced that he is a desired target. I don't know who's gonna be thrown to more, and McCaffrey's gonna be back, so he's gonna be eating up targets. True. Uh true. That's true. And who else did they just get? Didn't the Panthers get somebody else? Another wide receiver? I don't know the answer to that question. <sighs> I think they did. But yeah, I, that's what I would do. That's a tricky one. I'll tell you something. You know that Kurt is good at what he does because when he asks me a question of who I would take or order these guys, it's always a really, really tough one. But I preface it by a healthy Thomas. He's got to come back healthy. Because he, had a, he be, just had a horribly unhealthy he's year. He's going to be catching passes left and right now. He's going to be peppered. Yes. If it's a PPR league, 
Thomas, Godwin, Moore. Well, and he's going to be peppered if it's if it's Taysom Hill, he's going to be just slant machine like uh-huh. he was last year when it was yep. Hill in there, and he'll have eight, nine, ten catches for 110, 115 yards every single game. Hopefully, at least one touchdown would be nice. Well, that would be nice. But when he's healthy, you would think he'd be able to break away a little better yeah. and some of that kind of stuff. Totes. And if it's Winston, Winston's a gunslinger, and he's going to throw it up. Yeah. So we'll have some more deep stuff for yeah. him, which would be nice. Because yeah. you think of how good Winston was for Mike Evans, mm-hmm. and he was good. He was good. He was very good. Uh, so anyway, um, what were you talking about before Kurt's thing came up? Oh, I was talking about my thing about LASIK. LASIK, yeah. So they... So they don't, they don't get, so I went and got the initial thing. I took my brother with me. He's, he's a doctor and he's like, he wasn't very convinced coming out of there. He's like, boy, they got a really solid operation. They know what they're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Whiting clinic, which I don't think is even there anymore. But anyway, it was, he was impressed. So I, so I did it and they do not give you details about what actually happens during the thing. Don't they just burn it and all that stuff? So... One thing is when the laser is going, you can you you hear the sound, but you smell no. the burning yeah. of your eyeball from yeah. the laser. They don't warn you that you're going to smell your eyeball burning. You also can see you can you you can see you know they numb your, your eye all up. Yeah, and you can see light still, and you can see they they zap a flap, and you can see them peel the flap back. And then put it back down and brush over it with like a stuff that helps it heal. So if you're someone who is like squeamish to these kind of things, you'd be laying there like, oh my God, what are they doing? I am glad I've got great vision. It was, it was like, I'm, I'm not easy. Like I'm not, I don't worry about stuff. Like I'm not easily like squeamish and stuff, but I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I even said to them after, I was like, this is why you guys don't give details about what actually happens. Because yeah. this was scary. And I've always said, too, when, you know, I've only had one major surgery. It was my gallbladder. But I, you know, with Molly and other friends, I say, doctors know what they're doing. They do this for a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've done it thousands of times. They're going to forget about you. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Exactly. It'll be fine. It'll be over. Yeah. Yeah, there's systems in place to make sure it goes well and that they do well. And Exactly. And, you know, people worry about, like, the fluke situation where something goes wrong. How do you live your life that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't worry about stuff. Those are the same people a that offer of, you crappy trades. A piece, of, <laughs> a piece of asteroid could fall out of the sky and hit me in the head and, yeah. and knock my brain out. Yeah. I don't walk around with a helmet, you know? Like, yeah. you live your life. Live if, your life. If you did walk around with a helmet, would it be a Ohio State helmet? Well, I think that's the only way to go. <laughs> I think it's the only way to go. All right. So, um, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Remember very much. Uh, that we do have a Twitter handle TripsRightRD. At TripsRightRD. That's our handle. That's our handle. So, tweet at, well, Dave. Yeah. And, uh, and he will probably respond or tell me about it. Um, and uh, and you know what? You can even tell us what your favorite draft moment was. Yes. Give us draft moments. Give us your favorite draft traditions. What do you yeah. like about the draft? What do you watch for? What are you looking forward to? What player are you, are you most excited to see where they go? And you know what? We want to know all that kind of stuff. We'll be tweeting live during the draft oh, as well. Oh, live tweet. Yeah. I think that's a thing. It is a thing. Sure. We're not old. Okay. Oh. 
So, everybody, thank you so much. This has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I was Dave. And uh, hope your ear holes are okay. Yeah, hope we didn't violate them too much. <laughs> we'll see you next week for the draft. Uh, guys, one more thing. Yes? We'll try to do better next week. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it'll be draft time. All right. We'll Dante be Mac, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah.